had to rise above my troubles and now I do what I want. I had to rise above my troubles. I can I, I can feel it in my lungs. Got my body going numb. I've been doing this for years. I never thought this day would come. As a kid, we all had nine. Used to fight under the sun. Did you squirt me with that gun? You little punk, you better run. I've been sitting by the fire. Been thinking of our desires. Eating sugar, getting hyper. Then pulling in all nighters. Sparking sparklers with lighters. Hit the zoo to see the tigers. Now we're pulling nine to fivers and talking about it. What's up, guys? Welcome to the booth with Luke, Ben, and Matt. A podcast with three Michigan fellows who definitely know more about sports than you. Welcome back, guys, to the booth, episode four. Uno, dos, trace, cuatro. A week four, boy. This week's podcast brought to you by Yahtzee, a family <laughs> fun game for all. Yahtzee. <laughs> guys, how are your picks this week? Uh, I guess I guess it would be, what, last week? since Last week. We took last week off. Yeah, just to let you guys know the reason why we haven't put yeah. out another episode. We all took a break. Uh, for Thanksgiving. We needed it. Yeah, needed a break uh, just from a bunch of different things. And But we're back bringing you new content. But my picks, all that to say, were horrible. Uh, that double dip that I took. What's your rec- overall record? Just for those at home. Uh, one and six. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's got to be a joke. That's got to be a joke. One and six. But all that to say, even though I did go one and six, I I really didn't feel too bad just because the Chiefs Rams game was the best regular season game that I had ever seen. Uh, I don't know about you guys. What do you think about that? I agree. Probably the best game I've seen live. Yeah, it yeah. was unbelievable. I am a fan of the Rams, and they would be even better if Cooper Cup was not hurt. I it pains me to see that he's hurt. I'm, I tried. I threw him a message on on Twitter. I was like, hey, Cooper, you want to hop on the pod, the booth with the boys, and have not got a response. <laughs> no response. So He said, who's, the, who's this peasant from this year? Yeah, so no response. Still waiting, Mr. Cup. Uh, I'd appreciate if you hop on the mic one time. Um, Luke, you're, your picks are okay. I mean, you're 4-2 overall. I uh, got shafted by Big Head Big Ben, who decided to – have five or seven opportunities from the one-yard line to beat the Jags on a comeback win, which made me sad. Watching the replays of that one really hurt my soul. And the Falcons decided to pooch a game and lose by a field goal, last-second field goal. So should be 6-0, and not no, bitter of course at all. Not. You're not bitter at all. I am 6-0, and though. My picks were phenomenal. They have been. Always will be. Whatever I Amen. pick, guys, bet your money on it. Bet your student loans, your tuition, your mortgage. It's guaranteed every time. Every time. Speaking of bets, Ben is going he to He also has another only deep since the Chiefs lost twice. Actually, they didn't lose twice. They lost, but true. you lost twice because you picked them twice. That's actually not Double why he's dipper. eating the onion, though. He's eating the onion because he said that the Carolina Panthers. No, I already wasn't ate that, that the onion? That was the onion for that one. The onion, he, he – no, he we, – no. we said the reason he can oh, double really? dip is if he bets an onion on it. Oh, I thought it was – wait, that was the first onion? Wow, my week yeah, really was wasn't great. Ago, wow, shocking! Static shock time, boys. You just heard it. Jeez. You heard it. Static shock. Ooh. Ben, what is your static shock? My static shock of the week should come as no surprise uh, – 
to you listeners on the podcast, and that is the Michigan Wolverines embarrassingly losing the biggest conference game of the year in the Big Ten to the Ohio State Buckeyes. This was their game. This was the game that Jim Harbaugh was supposed to get all the monkeys off of his back, complete the revenge tour, get into the Big Ten championship game, and they fell flat. On their face. On their face. Michigan's vaunted defense (laughs) uh, allowed Dwayne Haskins to throw for 396 yards and six touchdowns. Wow. Now, mind you, this was the Michigan defense that had shut down every other quarterback other than uh, Brian Wimbush uh, of Notre Dame in the first game of the season. But I don't know what it is. I think – they they just got playing out coached, I believe. Uh, Harbaugh was not able to make adjustments, and Ohio State opened up the field, and ha- Haskins was throwing bombs. Yeah, here's the thing: Haskins wor- he was throwing bombs. Don't get me wrong, but when was the last time Ohio State produced a quality NFL quarterback? I mean, this is kind of deviating away from the static, it is. static shock, but I mean. I couldn't can tell you name you. one? I mean, oh, yeah, I can name a lot of them. I can go – A Craig, quality NFL quarterback. Like, all in the – I can name a bunch of them that made it into the NFL, but I couldn't tell you the last one. That they produce quality, quality wide receivers, man. Are you kidding me? Right. They're, they're, yeah. they, they pump out wide receivers, but not quarterbacks. Cardell Jones, you're a joke. Dwayne Haskins, <laughs> you're not going to make it in the NFL. I don't care about Ohio State. I hate them to the, my core. They got to go. Michigan, you let me down, even though I'm a state fan. Man, I was pulling don't for disrespect you. this man's dreams. Haskins, you can make it, buddy. You can make no. it. Sorry. Anything's possible. With our sponsor, just a nice little bite of Quaker Oats rice cakes. <laughs> Take one bite of these bad boys. Coming in six flavors now with a honey mustard, a barbecue, a ranch, an original, a sea salt, and a white cheddar. Amen. One bite of these Amen. bad boys, and you will never, ever, ever go back. That is that is a commercial. Appreciate the ad read there, man, even though we didn't get any money from them because they're not an actual sponsor. <laughs> As they say, Jin Kui. Oh, Luke. <laughs> What's your static shot? Oh, this may come to a surprise, but I have the Denver Nuggets, 14-7. and seven. Not a basketball take. A basketball First take. in the Northwest Division. I mean, they, they just are on a blew out the Lakers. Street, fellas. And how the in the Lakers world are they night. third in the West? Somebody please enlighten me. They're no joke, man. Uh, that is a that is a shocker to me, dude. I So, fun fact... Some buddies in college, Jokic. we all drew Jokic. teams out of a hat that we would have to support no matter what, even if it was the worst team in the league. I drew the Denver Nuggets. I followed them on the ESPN app for like two seasons. They were horrible, and I was mad I drew them. And then this year, I look at the stats, and I go, what up, Denver? That's what's good. You're just bringing me some cookies. I like that. They beat the Golden State Warriors. They beat Utah, they beat Boston, dude. They creamed. Who did they just beat? They just beat the Lakers. They just blew out the Lakers, and they blew out Oklahoma City the game before that. Um, 
That kid from Kentucky, Murray, he's playing out of his mind. They got the big seven-foot Ukrainian, whatever, Jokic, Jokic, Jokic. Give me anything. This guy's yakking on everyone out there. Paul Millsap. Oh, my gosh. Give me the Denver Nuggets in the NBA Finals this year, fellas. Oh, my. Wow. Was that phrase just uttered from your mouth? You don't even like basketball that much, and I'm offended that you just uttered that statement. I'm just kidding. I'm just pulling legs. But that was my static <laughs> shock this week. I Good got the Nuggets. Shot. The Nuggets in third, bro. That's sick. Yeah. Matt, what was yours, man? My static shock. I It pains me to say this. Defenses everywhere. Let me tell you. Mm, let they, me hear. Let me just. Uh, I'm trying to listen. Yeah. They suck. Yeah. Yeah. Defenses everywhere, man. Defenses they don't win championships. That's anymore. what I've been Stop. saying since we got on the pod. Here's the thing. I'm going to talk about it a little later um, and dive into it a little bit deeper, but I'm just going to touch on it right now. Listen to these scores. And these are recent scores. Everyone knows about the LSU and Texas A&M game. Yeah. What was that, seven overtime? 74 to 72. Neither team could stop them. That's a basketball score. It is. Michigan versus Ohio State, 39-62. to And the last one I'll touch on, Oklahoma versus West Virginia, 59-56. to I feel like that one was more expected, but definitely not that Michigan-Ohio State score. I mean, most years, I mean, almost all years, I would say, for that rivalry, 39 points should win you the game. Oh, absolutely hey, should. Hey, Matt, not to rein in and destroy your dreams, but wouldn't – that mean that defenses do matter because if those defenses played well, teams wouldn't score that amount. Therefore, the defense would produce a win for their team. Defense is crucial to a team. Is it going to put you over the top when you a championship? No, it will not. Yes, it will I because agree. it will stop 100, teams from scoring thousand that percent. amount. I w- no, we'll talk about this later, guys. I have another whole segment that I want to talk about, about why defenses don't matter anymore. So we're going to move on from this. All right, all right. The picks are in. Picks of the week. Ooh. Dun, the, gu- dun, dun. the game of the week is Steelers versus Chargers. Ben, give me your lock. Ooh, my lock. For those of you that do not follow college football this week is championship week um and in the sec championship game my lock is alabama over the university of georgia okay this wow why don't you pick a more cupcake game to lock hey i think my upset will uh, shock some people so i'm i'm going with a soft lock alabama's really good georgia's also really good but alabama's better that's my lock all right, Luke, you're locked. I just want to say something real quick. I do remember what the first onion was. It was the Steelers-Panthers game, and Ben lost that. He ate the onion this week. The onion was Lions-Panthers, but anyway. Good call. Regardless, Good call. Um, my lock, I am going to go with the – Ah, uh, you know, I can't deviate from what's good. Patriots over the Vikings because Tom Brady's my hero. I'm going to go with upset. You guys know it. New York Giants over the Chicago Bears. Game of the week. I like the Chargers, but Melvin Gordon's out. Their offense is 
very contingent of Melvin Gordon in the backfield, so I'm going to go with the Steelers on this one, guys. Now, Luke, we love you, but we only asked for the lock. But at least now we know you're upset in your game of the week a little bit earlier. Uh, I got excited. I got excited. What can I say? I got rookie mistake. (laughs) Matt, what is your lock this week? Just my lock, just to make sure. Just yes, just your lock. I'm gonna go Broncos over Bengals. I feel like that's Mm. two just mediocre teams. I feel like that's kind of a wuss pick. Broncos aren't mediocre, man. Just because Andy Dalton's out now, I feel like maybe that's like Matt, you're you're copping out. But for some reason, when I was looking over games. Just the Broncos were calling over me. The Orange Crush, man. They're calling like, Matt, pick me. Pick me. I'll win for you. I'm like, <laughs> bet. <laughs> Give me the Broncos over the Bengals. Ben, you're upset. Uh, my upset. Again, going towards championship championship week, if I can speak. <laughs> um, the Big Ten Championship. Northwestern will trounce the Ohio State Buckeyes by a final score of 35-24. to 24. Wow. That's just not, not going to happen. I will bet you another onion bite. That does not happen. I don't want an onion anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, no, guys, in all honesty, I do truly believe this. Ohio State lost by 29 to an unranked Purdue team. You're telling me that they – couldn't lose to a Northwestern team just because they played really well in a big rivalry game? No. Stop. I love Northwestern, and I hope that they do pull off that upset, but I just don't know if they will. Luke, I would ask for your upset, but you already said it, so... No, nope. I'm changing my upset. (laughs) What? (laughs) Changing my upset pick last second. Ben's Ben's got me thinking about college football. I think I'm going too much NFL lately. I'm going to jump on the bandwagon of championship weekend. I'm going to take uh, I'm going to take Utah over Washington. Just just grabs a random game out of a hat and just Do you picks know one any players on the Utah Utes? Jaquan McQuee. <laughs> he transferred. <laughs> he transferred again. This guy's everywhere. Jaquelin. <laughs> Yo, JJ, my boy Aquan, what's up, boy? <laughs> Uh, Matt, give me them you're goodies. Upset, give brother. me them goodies. Um, I'm not gonna go over to championship weave. I'm gonna stay with the NFL. That's cool. That's good. Give man. me That's Baker good. Mayfield. Let's go. Baker Mayfield and the Browns beat the Texans. He's waking up feeling dangerous. I just heard Colin Coward crapping on him, so you know that means Baker Mayfield is oh, gonna instant stun. dub. Instant dub. Side note, I just want to say that you're locked. The Broncos are really good. The Broncos are really good. That's why so, I said I think it's a cupcake that I picked them, and yeah. I kind of hate it. Do you got? Do you know if do either of you guys know if Andy Dalton is out? I'm pretty sure I've he's heard out. Yeah, I think he's out. He is yeah, out. I That's why I said out. I think it, I gotcha. feel like it's a cop out. Man, they were just calling my name, Von Miller. Uh, it's scary. He kind of is it's out. Scary. Game. I have to of say the, the Broncos week, boys. Oh, Broncos sorry, are not. No, I was just gonna say the Broncos aren't good, but that's a conversation for a different time. All right. Well, game of the week. We already know what Luke's game of the week is. He's picking the Steelers. Matt. Any anyone picking? in their right minds picking the Steelers in this game, fellas? Nope. Give me the Chargers. Austin Eckler <laughs> stepping up, filling in, oh scoring buckets, gosh. and Philip Rivers. He's legit, guys. I think he's actually. He's coming to his own a little bit more. I know he had that 
label on him saying, nope, he can't perform in the clutch. But I think this is the game that he's coming out. He's saying, I'm leading this team into a deep playoff run. And I think the Chargers win this by f 17. 17? Holy shnikes. I don't think what? the Steelers. I don't believe in the hype of the Steelers, man. I'm hoping Dude. James Conner goes There's off. There's a lot more hype on the Chargers right now than there is the Steelers, though. I agree. The, char oh, the Chargers Matthew. are the trendy. Oh, they're the Matthew. trendy. They are. They're the trendy pick right now. But I'm going with them. What about you? I'm going to say the Steelers. Um, quick right point on. to Matt. I don't think, actually, that Philip Rivers, Rivers wasn't not clutch. I think it was just the coaching that they had had and the defense that the Chargers had throughout the years were always weak. I mean, it was just – it was not good. I mean, he was throwing to Antonio Gates for three touchdowns a game, and they were still losing games. Um, but all that to say, I'm taking the Steelers over the Chargers. This is the exact game that Mike Tomlin would win. Am I right, Luke? Absolutely. He's just going to show up in his aviators, and he's just going to say, yeah, time to lose. And then the Chargers are going to – this is also a Chargers game that they would totally lose as well. They would totally – this is in previous years. We'll see. I think it's going to be a great game. Um, but I'm taking the Steelers 31-27. Absolutely. Also, Antonio Gates, he's like one snap away from disintegrating on the field, so that doesn't <laughs> help them. Yeah, he honestly is old, man. He's super old. I was just saying in years previous, that's why the Chargers weren't couldn't ever get over the hump. Yeah, Ty Tyrell team. Williams has been playing sick this year, though. I mean, Keenan Allen's, I think he's underrated this Their season. Their whole offense is good, man. They have yeah. a good line. They have a great running back in Melvin Gordon. Great he's receivers. Hurt, he is hurt. Yeah, it's all right. I mean, they'll come back. I, they'll be a menace in the playoffs. No one will want to play the Chargers in the playoffs. I agree. I just don't think they're good enough to beat the Steelers this week. But anyway. Yeah, so we got a question from our buddy Jason Hill. Wants what to know up, if we Jason? should expand the college football playoff. Don't want to spend a whole lot of time on this, but I do want to get your guys' opinion and takes on this. Go for it, man. All right. Well, what I was going to say, I was trying to figure it out in my head and how we could work out 10 teams. I think eight is too small. I think six is still too small. I think 10 to 12 is kind of the range where I'd want to be. That would give enough of these at-large bids um, outside of these Power Five conferences because I would love to see, you know, UCF, but I'd also love to see, you know, ranked in the 20s, maybe a Fresno State, maybe a Boise State. Teams that, you know, no one really talks about, but – you know, they could actually make some noise potentially. And like I said, the whole idea why the NCAA, like Matt and I have been talking about uh, with March Madness, March Madness is so popular. There's no way you can expand the field to 32 or even 64 um, or 68 now for that matter, which is uh, what the NCAA uh, basketball tournament is at just because of the wear and tear on players. But I definitely think you can get from 10 to 12 and still get that crazy round-robin type of feel. Yeah, I don't even know if it would be a round-robin, be it a bracket. Because you have these um, these bowl games. You win, you move on. I think it would be a lot of fun. But I don't think 
you can jump from four to twelve that soon. I think you need to have a median. Yeah. Um, and that's why I proposed um, having six teams. You get instant bid if you win your division from the Big Ten, SEC, Big Twelve, and ACC. Then you have two at-large bids. I want to say that they would go to teams such as UCF, but they wouldn't, obviously. I feel like if you have people that are independent like Notre Dame, they would have to get one. Mm -hmm. um, and then another at-large bid to a really good SEC team, a really good Big Ten team, or so, yeah. so on and so forth. I think I agree more with you, Matt, but I would say you left out the Pac-12, which is a huge conference. And I Disagree. Think uh, the Pac-12 is an nah, amazing the conference. The Pac-12's got to be in there, Clem. They're soft. They are. They have the I most mean, they're national soft, championships. But so is the Big 12. <laughs> <laughs> they're yeah, they're a massive conference. So I would throw the Pac-12 in there. Plus, uh, I don't know. I could see one large bid, but yeah, no, and I totally agree with you guys that you know it should be expanded. Um, I was just saying the question in regards to what it should be. Gotcha. I think it no, should no, be I agree. 12. I think it should but be 10 to 12. Um, I think if you do start, if you yeah. do the top five conferences and you get automatic bid, you have teams like UCF, Notre Dame still, and I would say it gives an opportunity for like a Mountain West team or a team like Boise State to come in and take the third. I don't know. I think eight's a good number too. It's an even number. You can go eight, four, two, one, you know, one, two, three. Or even a Western Michigan from years past. Ooh, yeah. Row when the they were boat, rowing boys. the boat. Yeah, you can throw in a Mac conference. I so like let's that. let's move on over to some more NFL and fantasy football talk. Ben, what do you want to talk about? Ben's high on the Colts, bro. You already know. Oh, you already know, boys, that I am talking about the Indianapolis Colts. Andrew Luck throwing dimes all over the field. I predict this even in just the very first uh, NFL, or it, when he was coming back, that they were going to be good. Um, they started out slow. They start one and five, correct? Or one and four? Um, and they are at six and five. They're right now currently on the outside looking in. They're uh, half a game or tied behind, tied behind the Ravens. Um, and they have a big big game uh, coming up this weekend. They're going to be playing their division leader currently, uh, the Houston Texans. And, boys, I'm still not that high on the Texans. I don't think Stop. they're that good. I don't think they're that good. They've beaten up Deshaun on some Watson not so good teams. DeAndre it's Hopkins, animal. Lamar Miller, animal. Lamar Miller is not an animal. Demarius Thomas, animal. Not an animal on my fantasy team. I can tell you personally, not an animal. They have the f best defensive front in football. Animals. Again, debatable. But all at, that to say. At LA Rams. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm taking the Colts. Colts, let's ride them. Let's ride them. Let's get on those Colts. Let's, <laughs> let's take them for em. a journey out to the open field. We're going to go ride the Colts all the way to <laughs> Wyoming. Give Speaking me the Colts or give me death. Speaking of riding, boys, let's talk Broncos football. Woo. Man, I know Matt and I already touched a little bit on him. Uh, Case Keenum is playing, has been playing better of late, and I think everyone just kind of forgot about the Broncos. They were they had a slower start to the season. Yes. Be, here's the thing. Their offense is not that good. They traded 
their number one wide receiver. They have a mediocre at best quarterback in Alex Smith. I've never been an Alex Smith Ooh, guy. Too bad his name is not Alex Smith. Who is it? Case, Case Keenum. Keenum, bro. Oh, for some reason, yeah. Say, that's even worse. Case All Keenum right. is trash. Case Keenum led them to the NFC Championship last game or last year. Garbage. Oh my. Also, R.I.P. Alex Smith. Sorry about your leg, buddy. Yeah, sorry, buddy. <laughs> my bad. He's on the Redskins. Uh, no, he's on a stretcher. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to get it. Oh, that was brutal. Anyway, the Broncos, I think they just have too many question marks on offense to do anything. Their defense can play. Flat out, they can play. Vaughn Miller's sick. Their offense, so I don't think they can hang. I agree. I don't trust Case Keenum. But here's my question, boys, I want to propose to you. Why did Blake Bortles have a starting quarterback job, but Colin Kaepernick did not? For those of you, go ahead, Luke. I was going to say, not to bring racial tension into our podcast, but (laughs) Blake Bortles is white. (laughs) And the NFL likes white, conservative, American pride people. And Kaepernick brought too much stress to the NFL and... Honestly, I think it's cool that the NFL apologized to him for kind of kicking him out for racial tension and kneeling and all that stuff. But there's yeah, absolutely but apologizing no- is one thing and not giving the dude a chance is another. Colin Kaepernick is in the middle of a lawsuit for collusion against the NFL. And here's a hot take. He's probably going to win because when you have quarterbacks like Blake Bortles, like Nathan Peterman running around – in the NFL, and you're sitting a AFC champion, almost Super Bowl champion, quarterback for kneeling. I mean, technically, you know, like I said, I don't want to get all political into it, but you do have a freedom of speech in this country. It is one of the great things that uh, what our soldiers fought for, and so he does have a right would i like him to protest in a different way absolutely but he does have that right to do that his message got across and that's what he was looking for yeah exactly exactly Um, i like that i like that nike commercial with him yeah no it 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 was super cool and gave across the message really that was kind of lost in this whole um debacle and uh media rampage that happened because of this yeah Um, so it's Makes no sense to me. How Blake Bortles is making forty million and Colin Kaepernick is not making any money at this point is beyond me. Here's my thing, guys. I'm gonna get a touch vulgar with this, so mom, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I think <laughs> GMs are sackless for having this for not having this guy on. I mean, like you said, Ben, dude was winning games. His stats they weren't the prettiest. They weren't. You can go look at him. But when you start guys like Nathan Peterman. I saw something the other day. It said Aaron Rodgers could throw, I forgot, but an unreal amount of interceptions in a row, and he would still have a better QBR than Nathan Peterman. I think he said if Aaron Rodgers threw an interception every single time for the rest of the season, he would still have a higher QBR this season than Nathan Peterman. That man has a job, and Colin Kaepernick does not. Like oh, that yeah. that's just a front office is saying, Oh no, this guy's too big of a headache. We don't want him. But the talent's there. Yeah. No, and I mean I from a GM's perspective, I do understand that. Like from a PR perspective. Right. I don't want to deal with that. Like 
there's so many other things that I could deal with. Like, I'll go sign Robert Griffin III and be my third string in Baltimore as opposed to Colin Kaepernick. I mean, that's that's how they got to look at it. But if you're looking for a genuine starting quarterback, which a lot of people need. still believe, yeah, need, but also still have the idea maybe that Colin Kaepernick could play that position in the NFL right now, why wouldn't you go get him? Yeah, and I would even argue that he could – I think he could honestly start in the NFL still. I just think it's going to be sad, and I'm all for Johnny Manziel on his comeback. I'm all for him. But just the fact that Johnny, he Johnny. will probably have a chance to be a quarterback in the NFL before Colin Kaepernick does is sad. It is. Wait, he's trying to make a comeback? <laughs> yeah, yep. He's, he's starting playing. this whole brand of the comeback season on Barstool, oh, and I'm, I am I love it. I like I listening it. to his podcast. I love it. I love following the guy. He's playing the Canadian Football League right now, doing all the right things that he should be doing to get another shot. We'll just see if the talent is still there. Baker Mayfield teaching him how to uh, do it. I think it's sad that he's going to have a f- job before Kaepernick does. Or I don't, I don't think Kaepernick plays another down in the NFL. Too much too much hype surrounding him. There's too many things going on. I don't, I th- I don't think any of the GMs. I don't think um, he wants to play again. He might not. I mean – Maybe he's used this platform to start like a career of public speaking or political activism, which is great. Good on you, man. Do what you got to do. Um, but he does have a legitimate case. Moving on, guys. Luke, what did you want to touch on? Um, I was just the only thing I was going to say this week about the NFL is I think it's a little too predictable, guys, compared to other sports. I think we see. I don't know. I think the best way to say it is we see a lot of upsets in other sports, whether it's. I would even say, uh, I guess someone could argue that the NBA is pretty predictable as well, but I don't know. I just think I was looking at the playoff picture today, and I was like, man, these are the same old teams, you know, and also the same old teams throughout the season that are constantly winning. I think after week five, we would have said that the Chiefs have the best offense in football along with the Rams, the Steelers, Patriots are always good. I don't know. So I guess I was going to say with that that – I honestly think that the Saints win the Super Bowl based off of everything I said. And I don't know. I think the Patriots win the AFC. Um, I could be wrong. We'll see in about, what, five weeks, six weeks, seven weeks. But I just think the NFL is getting a little too predictable. The same players are top ten players. The same coaches are winning year after year. But I also understand that the GMs and the – franchise people in general are building exactly what i said franchises so you you're you have a bunch of guys that are always going to be trying to build a super team so i don't know i just i I just think it's hilarious that a patriots fan just said it's predictable predictable i think it's hilarious that a patriots fan just said oh man it's so predictable same teams getting in the playoffs every year i hate it how many years in a row the Patriots made the playoffs? Do you know that? Here's a Every single stat year for since you. I was born. Since 2009, the Patriots have had a week one bye in the playoffs. Yes, they've Think also made it to, what is it, nine straight AFC championships? <laughs> Unbelievable. And you keep, you, you're complaining about predictableness? It's predictable. I'll be the first Patriots fan to tell you that I can't wait for Tom Brady to retire so that we have a down season. 
must uh, be nice. Must. As Ben wears a Detroit Lions hat right now, it must it's be also, nice, Luke. That's also part of the predictability, though. The Lions are going to be bad every single year, and there's it's never going to change in the recent near future. And that that's what I'm saying. That's a part of the NFL predictability is teams that are bad are always going to be bad. I would love to see the Lions win the Super Bowl. Is it going to well, happen? No. Luke, here's why. It's because in the NFL, in professional leagues, these are grown men getting paid to play a sport. Oh, absolutely. The best teams win. Oh, I know. I, I know why it's predictable. I'm just saying sometimes it gets a little redundant. You're like, oh, Patriots for the Super Bowl again. What's up, guys? Man, it must be nice to have that problem. I wish I had it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantasy football time. I just kind of want to touch on fantasy football really quick, guys. Ooh, boy. I just think that it's hilarious that I could go <laughs> nine and five in one league and eight and five in my other and miss the playoffs in both this week. <laughs> can we just can we just take a step back and just cringe at the fact that one of them this week, I if I win I'm in, and but I'm against the best team in the league this week, so it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be really tough. If I win it I'm in. If I lose. I will honestly probably not be in it. And then the other league, I could win. I could win in the league that you, Luke, and I are in. I could win this week, be 9-5, and five, and not make the playoffs. Uh, wow, man. I really feel bad for you. <laughs> the same what way sucks you, is it's my own league. The, same, the way that you feel about me saying the NFL is predictable, that's how I feel about your 9-5 and five and 8-5 and five leagues. Sorry, Luke, that your fantasy football team sucks. And you I know. I'm saying that is my point of saying that is saying I don't have I don't have a lot of sympathy for you because your teams are freaking good. So you shouldn't be complaining. You should just trust the system. Trust the system. I could win out and not make the playoffs. You're gonna you're gonna make the playoffs. You're gonna win this league. You're gonna win your other league. Okay. Be a happy Here's man. the thing, then, Luke. If if I don't make the playoffs, you have to eat an onion. Eat an onion? Yep. If I don't make the playoffs in our league, you have to eat an onion. A full onion. Just a bite. Oh, a bite. Eat a bite of an onion? Uh, Yeah, why not? I'll take that deal. <laughs> oh, All right, now no. at least I have something if, if I lose. Enjoy the spiciness. I will say this, though. You can't throw away your season for the onion. Well, I'm not going to throw away my season. I want to win. Hey, I don't know. You find enjoyment in me eating an onion? Maybe. <laughs> ben, I think you wanted to kind of talk about a new topic this week. Uh, a new topic, my friends. We are in the beginning stages of uh, MSU's basketball season. and College basketball is back. Being Big MSU fans like Matt and I are. I figured whoa, it'd be cool just whoa. to have a five-minute segment um, that is just dedicated to the state of the Spartans, and that's what this segment is called. So, what are you whoa woeing about, Luke? I am also a Spartans fan. No, you are not. You're a Wisconsin Badger fan, and everybody knows it. I root for the Big One O. Yeah, and... that, exactly. You're not. You can't say you're a Spartans <laughs> fan when you're a Big Ten fan. I grew up watching Spartans basketball, and I do love Tom Izzo and Spartans. So, 
as you love Nebraska, you love Ohio State, you love Michigan, <laughs> you love them all. Maryland, love, Rutgers, love love. welcome love to the party. Is love. I will say this, State of the Spartans, they're sick. I'm high on the Spartans. I watched them crush UCLA last week. They looked filthy. I think Spartans to the Final Four. <laughs> No, you <laughs> jinxed us. Uh, I, this is coming from Luke Human two weeks ago, who we asked him, Luke, are you high on the Spartans? No, said, I'm high. No, I'm not I'm high, high on the Spartans. <laughs> and now you're saying off of one win that they're going to the, the final four. I am a overly optimistic person in sports, and when I see – a good team put on a show and spank another good team, I'm high on that team. Yeah. No, I mean, they did look very impressive. Jeremy Langford, Nick Ward, Cassius Winston all played well. Not uh, last night UCLA, as we record this on a Wednesday. Like we said, yeah, not like last night as the Spartans took the loss to Louisville. At Louisville. At Louisville. So Really tough place to play. Really tough place to play. There's a stat – um, that they were saying that Dan Dockich was saying that they, I hate Dan Dockich. I hate him too. Worst <laughs> announcer in college basketball. But in November, Louisville has not lost a game at the KFC Yum Center. Wow! First of all, it's Louisville, but no. it's okay. Louisville. It's Louisville. That's what I said. Hey, listen. I know this is this is a Spartan talk, but I just want to say. I, I was high on Michigan from the beginning, check tape two, and I just want you guys to know that Michigan's winning 60-43 to 43 against North Carolina right now. Ben, was this the state of the Wolverines? Is that what this segment was called? I believe we're talking about a Spartan. Oh. I just got to say, Michigan. Luke, we don't care about your Michigan takes. I just wanted to say that Michigan basketball is doing well. Both MSU and Michigan are killing it right now. Talk to me when Michigan plays Duke or Michigan State plays Duke because that's the only team that matters right now. It's true. It's true. Side note, I have a $50 bet with my brother-in-law that Duke will win the championship. I would have taken that bet with you because I did you take I believe field? in the March Madness. Did you uh, take the field or did you take Duke? I gave him the field, but he gave me 2-1 to one odds. So if Duke wins, I get 100 bucks. I would have. You had. You should have done four to one. Easy. Four to one. They have Duke a man just called lost Zion Williamson. Yeah, it was a fluke. They missed ten shots in the last minute and a half, and they also got ripped off by the refs with bad foul calls. I Back can't. To the I state can't of the wait for March. Back to the state of the Spartans. MSU Cassius Winston, you're supposed to be a leader on this team. Why in the world are you fouling out with five minutes left? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Lawyer looked okay at times. He looked he did look a little out of his depth. Uh but he made a nice pass to um Kyle Aarons at or in overtime. Nice little lefty reverse finish. But Jeremy Langford just had a horrible game. He picked up a little bit in the second half and he went four for eight, but that overtime period threw a free throw off the backboard and apparently didn't know that you had to hit the rim and Izzo was laying into him. Izzo was laying. You you saw him mouth, Josh, you gotta hit the rim. 
and he said it like three times. You gotta hit the rim, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> and you could just see Langford just getting more and more irritated the more that he said it. And eventually, I believe it was Xavier Tillman, had to come in between Langford and Izzo talking. That sense of derision this early in the season from a leader? I'm not. No, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. Tom Izzo's coaching style, as we all know, he wants players to yell at him, get in his face, talk to him. He wants that energy on the court. Now, maybe not late in that game because Josh Langford blew the game. He did. He did. If he plays even 50% of the way he's been playing, they win that game by 15. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they make their free throws. We're not even talking about this. No, we, we're not even talking about the state of the Spartans because no, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. No. But, I mean, granted, they're playing really, really well. Yeah. They just don't have that star power of years past, but maybe they don't need it. Maybe they need to have a team like this to play like a team in order to succeed, yes. which they have been doing. Yes. Yes, I yes. agree. I agree. We'll yeah, see agree. how they do in the Big Ten. Who was that guy that hit that huge three in overtime to bring it within one, I think? Either one or tie it. For the Spartans? Yeah. It was a guy I'd never even heard of. It was oh, in the corner. Man. In overtime? Yeah, I think so. I don't think it was overtime. Okay, maybe but it in was overtime, down we the stretch. Sucking. It wasn't lawyer. Nope, it was, it was really, really tall. Really he tall. looked like Aaron Henry, but it wasn't. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I remember. Because it I was. Think, lawyer brought it, it up. Xavier. He gave it to Schilling. No, Schilling doesn't. Not Schilling. Um, no. Ward? No. I don't know. I can't remember Ayers? his name. No, another. Oh Connor George. <laughs> anyway, Oakham is high. Anyway, it was a one. They gave it one more pass. Guy in the corner, it up, nailed the three. Never heard his name, but I was like, I think the broadcaster said he took like three shots all season. Love it. And he comes in, he hits that shot to tie it down the stretch. Love it. That's a team game, man. You no matter who you are, what your name is, where you are on the bench. If you get called, you need to come and you need to play. And that's what this team is doing, and I love it. I love I love this team more than the last three years, I think. They're playing like a team, and that's what I root for, and that's what I like. Mm. But I just want to call out Michigan State's managers because they played Louisville's managers and got blown out by 40 before that oh game the broadcaster said. Yeah. Let's go boys. Did you guys know that the the managers play each other before every yeah. game? Yeah, no, I knew that. I didn't know, I didn't that. know that. that. That's I mean, that was really cool and I was like, wait, Michigan State's managers got blown up by forty? You gotta be kidding me, boys. Hit the gyms. One time. That's horrible. It was ridiculous. Luke, guess what time it is? It's a hot pocket. It's a hot take minute with the boys from the booth. Hot take minute. Hot, 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 hot. Get him on that, boys. I'd like one hot take with a side of more hot takes. <laughs> Luke, give us your hot take. All right, boys. Because I just have a feeling it's going to be lukewarm. Lukewarm. <laughs> 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 I have a hot take. (laughs) 
Dallas Cowboys do not make the playoffs. Agreed. That's not even a hot take, dude. I called it. They're winning their division. They play the Saints this Thursday, and they're going to get blown out. Yeah, dude, the Eagles are making the playoffs. It's the Cowboys. And then they play the Eagles after the Saints. It's the Cowboys. We all know what the Cowboys are going to do. Let me give you my real hot take. No. No. That's your hot take. That was your hot take. That's your hot take. No, 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 no. That was my... I would just warm in the oven up. That was like preheating the oven, boys. It better be good. hot take. I see the Detroit Pistons in the Eastern Conference Finals. What? Oh, I just <laughs> gagged. No way they make it that far. What Guys, you got to back take. this up, dude? Uh, <laughs> easy. <laughs> easy. <laughs> knew it. No, he no, was no. embarrassed of no. his lukewarm take that he just calls it. Uh. <laughs> no, no, this is why. This is why. All right. They got double D down low. They got... Blake Griffin out wide. I watched him play the Rockets over Thanksgiving break. He was hitting step back threes in Harden's face. He was. He was. I will get. I will give him that. Blake Griffin was saucing. He was saucy. And then they beat the Rockets. Right after they played like they had like Overtime. a day break and then they played the Rockets again. They're on a three game win streak. Hello, and they're fifth in the East right now. And the East isn't that good. Yeah, it's kind of sad that they're only five. Yeah, they were just at three the other day. I checked, and they were at the third set, the third seed. For a yeah. for a hardcore Pistons fan, I am hoping potentially for a top four finish. That's like my highest of high hopes is that they finish in the top four. Um, they will. I was kind of sad that the Cavs it. traded uh, Kyle Korver not yeah, to the Pistons. That just happened today. Yeah. I was hoping that he's going to go to the Pistons just to give him a shooter. Dude, yeah, that Reggie Bullock's good though. No, Reggie he Bullock's is. Good. But they need another Luke one. Kennard's good. He's we, hurt. He'll come back. But what all I'm, they have like the necessary pieces. They really need another All Star. That's who they need. Another good All Star and get rid of Reggie Jackson. You trash man. You trash don't deserve panda. to play. I can't believe you're playing in the NBA. Luke, are you done with your hot take? Dude, that was my hot take. You're up. All right, your second hot take was good. <laughs> it was a pretty decent, little more spicy. My hot take kind of piggybacks off the state of the Spartans. Need an extra hot blazing take. Tom Izzo Don't is say it. overrated. Bum, bum, bum. I'm not saying this All in the context. Michigan fans that listen have just rejoiced. I am not going to say that he is not a great cultivator of men, that he creates a great culture on and off the court. But frankly, I'm just seeing things throughout these games, throughout the games last year, and even into this year in particular, that have just really been sticking out to me as to why isn't he making adjustments. Last year, we lost in the NCAA tournament because we played Ben Carter is Ben Carter on the team this year? The answer is no. He was a six-year senior <laughs> over our no. potential <laughs> lottery pick in Jaron Jackson. Jaron Jackson is averaging 18 and 12. In the NBA. In the NBA for the Grizzlies this year. Y'all don't say that. And it's just unbelievable to me. That's still, every time I think about that, 
because we should have won or at least gotten to at least getting out of our region, making it to the Final Four. We were Dark Horse picks to win the NCAA championship that year. Miles. Miles Bridges, Cassius Winston, Josh Langford, Nick Ward, Jaron Jackson, and we're not even talking about our bench. Our bench was actually good. Matt McQuaid. Yeah, Matt McQuaid coming off the bench, but Stop. we never played Matt McQuaid off the bench. We played him. We started him. It was unbelievable. And then this year, for some reason, we're playing Nick Ward a lot. We're playing Wait, Josh. doesn't Nick Ward come into Shep? Nick Ward has come into, uh, shout out to Shep Lure, my coffee shop. Um, yes, he has come in before. Uh, you haven't said anything to his face, have you? I'm not He's not coming in anymore. <laughs> He's not coming in anymore. Oh, no, it was it was rough, man. I mean, you're playing Nick Ward. Yes, is he an efficient scorer? Yes, but you're also playing Aarons for 41 minutes. It, I don't think he's that good. He's not good enough to play 41 minutes on but this team. Who else do you want to play there? This team isn't as deep as it has been in years past. I mean, for me... I love the whole idea that Rick Carlisle employs in the NBA with having two point guards. I wouldn't be opposed opposed to having Lawyer and Winston running at the same time, and then because Langford's big, Langford can slide over to the three. That's three shooters, three ball creators, or three three uh, ball distributors, and I think that would really spread out the court quite a bit. Now McQuaid didn't play. Was he? He was hurt, right? I don't know. Yeah, no, I think he was hurt. So that, you know, minus is one guy. But I just think Izzo is a step behind. We should have won that game easily. If we had made free throws, if he had made the adjustments, put different players in that either could make free throws. Because we shot 14 from 23 from the free throw line. We shot 60%. Now that is classic Michigan State. But if you're telling me Kenny Goins, who had... Zero points, 17 rebounds. I've never seen the stat like that before. Zero points, 17 rebounds. Um, in the game, during crunch time, and he missed the front end of the one-and-one. One. Nick Ward missed a free throw in crunch time. Langford missed the free throw in crunch time. You know, it, you got to rotate the players in. You got to rotate the players in, Izzo. This might be the longest hot take I've ever heard. I'm just frustrated. Yeah, so much for a I'm hot just take frustrated. minute. <laughs> I'm very frustrated. I love Izzo, but you got to make adjustments, man. Mainly, I'm just still salty about last year. I think you are. <laughs> Hope you feel better after that rant. Matt, give us your hot take. I already talked about it as my static shock, boys. My hot take, defenses are a thing of the past. They don't matter with today's Stop offenses. It. Hit me Stop with some it. stats, Plum. You want some stat? I got a fresh stat nugget for you, boys. Ooh, stat nugget. Hi, right, boys, you got any good stat nuggets? Who's got the stat nugget? I got the stat nugget, and here it is. Listen, the top three offense is the NFL right now. They're the Saints, the Rams, and the Chiefs. Let's go. Am I wrong? Let's go, boys. Am I wrong? No, you're right. Okay. Their combined Chiefs, record Rams. Luke, Luke. Luke, this is my No, no, take I'm minute. just I'm just trying to stay with you. Chiefs, Rams, and who else? The Saints, the Rams, and the Chiefs. 
Saints, Rams, and Chiefs. Yep, best offense in the league. Following, yep, go. Which they are. They are the only three teams that average over 35 points per game. Mm. Their combined record is 29-4. and Okay. They've lost four games combined and won almost 30 games. Okay. Top three, top three offense in the league. Okay. Now let's look at teams that are averaging the fewest opponents points per game. So the best defenses. You got Baltimore Ravens, Chicago Bears, and the Dallas Cowboys. Their combined record, 20-13. and 13. I don't know what else I got to do to prove it to you, Luke. You got to no, jump on over to no, – no, let me finish my point. I was just like you, sitting there. No defenses win championships. Defenses win championships. The way the NFL is built nowadays, I just gave you some fresh stat nuggets to chew on. Stop it doesn't it. matter anymore. Amen. Matt, Matt, there's one logical fallacy to your argument. What is it? This guy's bringing fallacies. No, listen, listen. No, here's, here, he's missing one key stat nuggeto. The teams that you listed that have high productive offenses are all averaging. I don't know the average off the top of my head, but they are all keeping their defense has a part in why they're winning. And I think you're missing that. You think that their offense is taking them to victory, but how do you get the ball on offense? You play good defense. The New Orleans Saints only allowed 256 points total this season. Side note, human, remember when you roasted me for taking the Saints defense? Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, look at me now. Make look me at me now. <laughs> they have the least amount of points in their division. The Panthers have more defensive like points allowed, the Falcons, the Bucks. They have the best defense in their conference. That's why they're the best team in their conference. Yeah, they can score points. They can score points because their defense gets off the field and gives the offense the ball. They have a 153-point differential. Yeah, their offense matters. Offense does matter. I will argue that offenses do play a part in winning, but they are not the only reason a team's going to make it to the championship. I disagree. And, and I think we saw that with the Chiefs. The Rams scored, like, what, three defensive touchdowns in that game? They had four turnovers? I, I don't know if, I don't know this off the top of my head, but I'd like to know the, the time of possession in these games. But when your offense marches down a field, takes up five, six, seven minutes, your explosive defense doesn't have that much that. to do. The explosive offenses are not doing that. You saw the The reason they're game. explosive is because they score points. You just said the Rams and the Chiefs are two of the top three most productive offenses in the league. We saw them go at it, and both teams were scoring rapidly. And this, the only reason the Chiefs were in the game at the end of the game is because they got that strip sack touchdown. What? Defensive touchdown? Kept them in the game? Yeah, that's right. Guess what? The Rams were in the game because they had like four turnovers on defense. And look, seriously, look, go on the stat sheet and look at it. The teams that you're describing that have amazing offenses, they have incredible defenses. The Patriots, the Chiefs didn't do not have an incredible defense. The Chiefs defense. don't have an incredible defense. The Saints don't have an incredible defense. They have a defense that gets them by because of their offense. Within their division, they have, comparatively to the teams in the league, they have good defenses. The New England Patriots, you didn't mention them, but they also have a ton of points for. They have the fewest amount of points 
in their division. If you look at the Steelers, besides the Ravens, they have the fewest amount of points in their division. The Bengals and the Browns let up more points. Let's go down the list. At all these teams that are winning their division, their defense is sick. Just because they're winning their division doesn't automatically make their defense sick. No, I'm saying the points allowed makes their defense look good. I'm saying it's a part of why they're the head of their conference. The Houston Texans are 8-3. and three. But they don't all, score. All, uh, all of the points allowed means nothing when your points for is minuscule. Yes, it does. Because if a team scored 400 points in the season so far and they let up 400 points, I guarantee you they would not be 9-2. and two. But guess what? We don't see that. The Chiefs only have allowed 294 points and they've scored 404 points. That's why they're so good. Their defense can stop teams while their offense can score at a rapid pace. Yes, offense matters. Offense matters 100%. I am not saying defense alone wins championships. The Baltimore Ravens will never win a championship with their defense that they have this year. They need a productive offense. I agree with that. But for you to say and completely dismantle defenses altogether, I think is preposterous. How I, I, I literally just said an offense wins championships I'm not discrediting in a defense at all. But you are by saying that offenses win. I think both win a championship. You need production on both sides. I mean, then we don't have an argument there. Answer, right. answer this question. Answer this question. Would you rather have a mediocre offense in an elite defense or an elite offense in a mediocre defense? I would rather, yes, the latter. I would take the what you want me to say. But that doesn't mean... That that we're not talking about which one I'd rather have. We're talking about which one wins. And I think both you need a good defense and a productive offense. That is why I think the Chiefs will not make it to the Super Bowl. Their defense, like you guys just said, it isn't as good as the Patriots defense. It's not as good as the Steelers defense. I feel like that was a that was a weird, weird take you missed. <laughs> I feel like you just talked yourself in circles a little bit. Either way, there's not a winner or loser here because neither of us are folding in our opinion. So let's just move on. Let's go have a drink. No order, <laughs> <laughs> no order blow it, Luke. What you got for us this week? Oh, man. Peanut butter or cheese. Ritz crackers. Go. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. don't even know what you're just kidding because I didn't understand what you just <laughs> you said. said. peanut butter, cheese, and Ritz crackers? I'm going to say, first question, what is more impressive, short man dunking or very, very tall man who can hit consistent three-pointers? Short man dunking, I don't even know. I mean, I loved growing up watching Nate Robinson rise up, A, that block on Yao Ming, insane, insane. That dude elevated like... 15 feet into the Yao Ming elevated three inches. Two inches. Let's yeah, but then you have a guy like sticks. Shaquille O'Neal hitting threes deep. That's pretty impressive. I mean, in nowadays NBA, that's what big guys are supposed to do. Yeah. So I would agree and go little guy Duncan just because I would like to see a Ben Witzke yam on somebody rather than <laughs> rather than seeing a seven-foot Zaza Pachulia move on out and knock a three-pointer down. Yeah, it, hey, look at it this way. Like, it's like Zaza. Ooh, Zaza makes a three. Oh, I didn't really know he could do that. Isaiah Thomas just dunked over JaVale McGee. Tell me which doesn't sound more intriguing. I like the poster. No, I, 
I'm with you guys. I'm just trying to get the get the feet wet in this, you know. Get it, get it, get this thing moving and grooving. Best bird in football, go. Ooh, that's a good question. Ah, oh, best bird in football. I feel like you can't really go wrong with a seahawk. The seahawk is a strong, aggressive bird. They look cool. I don't really know any other birds other than the cardinals, and cardinals suck and drive away all the other birds. So, fly there's eagles, also, fly, there's also baby. eagles, right. yeah. <laughs> fly eagles, fly. It's America's bird, baby. <laughs> Let's go, America. America. Hey, <laughs> That was, Did, that were was, you saying best bird as in literally the bird or team bird? I wanted you guys to have fun with that one, so I let you interpret it however you wanted. Either way, fly, eagles, fly. You think the eagles are better than the Seahawks? Yes. No, you don't. <laughs> I know you don't. If I was being serious, the best bird in the NFL, the Ravens. They're sick. Yeah, they are sick. The Ravens are sweet. I I don't know. I'm I forgot big... that there were so many birds when you so put me many Johnny birds. on the spot. <laughs> I'm a Ravens, big falcon. I'm, I'm hot. I'm high on the falcons. Falcons. Holy cow! Oh, I forgot about the falcons. There are so many birds in the NFL. Wow. What you get? What's next? All right, fellas. I'm gonna hit you with a new new style for this question. It's not just for the just so the viewers know. It's not a new game. It's not a new segment. It's a new style of question. It's what I like to call high low meh. I'm gonna give you three Did people. It's from a car commercial. No, I honestly didn't. <laughs> I think I, it's real estate. I really think I came up with this on the spot, guys. So all right, all right. So I'm gonna give you a list of three. You're gonna tell me if you're high. You're going to tell me which one of those three is your high, which one of those three is your low, and which one you're kind of like, eh, you know, I don't really know. I don't care. They're high or they're low. All right. Let's do it. I'll go first. All right. This week's high, low, man. I have Marlon Mack, Big Daddy Carlos Hyde, and Carry On Johnson. What are we talking about? Like in what sense? Fantasy production or just who has the better game? I'm talking overall just who – are you high on one? Or are you low on one? Or okay. are you mad? And is this for both of us or just Matt? This is for both of you. Okay, I'll go first. So we have Carlos Hyde, Carrion Johnson, and who's the other one? Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack. I am high on Carrion Johnson. I think he's the answer. And the running backs that we need wow. in Detroit. He is the answer. I am low. <sighs> Who am I low on? Marlon Mack. Oh, my gosh. Marlon Mack. I am not a believer in the Colts, guys. If I'm being honest, I think it's just Andrew Luck. I don't like Marlon Mack. No, he's a poor man's Frank Gore. And Frank Gore was 84 years <laughs> That's old. That's the best thing I've heard all year. He's a poor man's Frank Gore. And so, yeah. And then I'm going to be meh on Carlos side because I don't like where he's playing. Yeah, I agree. I think he's a good player, really talented, but I don't like the Jags. I'll go through mine really quickly. My high, carry on Johnson. Uh, I agree with Matt. 
he is the answer for the future <laughs> of the Lions. I'm surprised you're not high on Marlon Mack. You've been high on him all year. I'm meh on Marlon Mack. I mean, I don't think he's better than Carryon Johnson. I just think that he's in a better offensive system that produces better fantasy numbers if we're going from that aspect. And then low on Kyle, Carlos Hyde. Sucks. He was so good. He was so good for the, the Browns. And the Niners. And, and, yeah, and the Niners. And now he's just chilling. He's irrelevant over there. If Le- I mean, if Leonard Fournette hadn't punched a dude, then we would have not even been talking about this. So, All right, Luke, next one. Next one. You are on a good team. You are the coach. You are taking a team to a Super Bowl. Who do you choose as your wide receiver? OBJ, Julio Jones, Devontae Adams, go. Now, is this in one championship game or for the future? This is you are about to play in the Super Bowl or make a run, playoffs. Who do you want on your team? Okay, give them one more time. OBJ, Julio. OBJ, Julio, and Devontae Adams. Okay. Do you want to go first or me go first? I'll go first. I'm going to say, so in games like this, we need someone with – Big game production. Now, Julio, Devontae, I'm not even really putting in this conversation. He's he's an echelon below. He's productive uh, this he's year. He's a couple lower. Yeah, he, he's productive, but if you're talking star, power, jaw-dropping plays, Devontae doesn't do it for me. That's fair. I'll put, um, in, De- put in DeAndre Hopkins in. I can go, for, I can go first. No, I, 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 I got mine. I got mine. So, for Julio and DeAndre, great, great players. Great players. They put up consistent numbers every single week. But you got to give me OBJ under the lights, boys, in the Super Bowl. Come on. Come on, Come on guys. Let's get crazy. <laughs> I love OBJ, OBJ in the Super Bowl. I mean, I'm, I might not be the hugest fan, most huge fan of his character, but... Man, that dude can ball when the lights are he on. He can, dude. He can he, ball. He's awesome. So I, I would take, I would take OBJ. I'm gonna disagree. That's fine. I mean, any of the three are good choices. I'm gonna disagree, and for this reason, I like having a high floor. I like to know what I get out of a player. OBJ sometimes just seems to fall off a cliff, and you just, what are you doing? He's, he's over punching fans and coolers. <laughs> Over on the sidelines. And I'm not talking about sports fans. I'm talking about literal fans. Dude's headbutting, yelling at. I don't even know what that guy's doing on the sidelines. He's, He's a great a player. Crazy. Don't get me wrong. He's a little crazy. But you need a little crazy to be a wide receiver in the NFL. I'm going to pick Julio Jones. And for the reason that he has a really high floor. Luke, we talked about it a couple episodes ago. He was balling out without even scoring touchdowns. Just racking up the yards. He was. So yeah. I need... If I want a wide receiver, I want the person to get me into the red zone, and then I'm going to target my tight end in the end zone. So I want guys that can get me down the field, and I think Julio can do that at a really high rate. So for that reason, I'm going to take Julio Jones. Yeah, I Thank I agree. He stretches the field. That's true. All right, Luke, give do you me have one, any other questions? G- give, give me one more. Okay. In light of a terrible Packers season, will Aaron Rodgers win another Super Bowl? Go. I think we might agree on this one, Ben. He is going to win another Super Bowl. It's not even a question. Tom Brady, I think he's done in there this year. I don't think he's going to be relevant in playoffs after this year, if I'm being honest. 
And I think Aaron Rodgers is the next step up. Stop. It just it just depends I think, who the head coach is. Yeah, it literally all depends on who they hire. If they hire someone that we don't really like or don't think we'll take him to the like for instance, if they hire Jim Caldwell, I'd be like, mm, well, that's fine. a that's a <laughs> meh. sorry 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 Aaron uh, might want to get traded. But if they get a guy like a Sean McVay, look out. Yeah, they a, get young, a young, aggressive. I would even say a guy like Todd Haley, like a young, like a cutting edge offensive mind who's been proven in the league, who will be able to talk with Rodgers. And basically just let Rodgers call his game. I mean, if Aaron Rodgers is an NFL offensive coordinator. Most of these great NFL quarterbacks are offensive Peyton coordinators Manning, right now. Tom Brady. Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre. I mean, the list can go on and on and on and on and on. And so if you just let and go with a more hands-off approach and just kind of focus on your defense, improving your defense, because that's right now – the Packers' Achilles heel. Yes, Rodgers hasn't played his best this year. But the defense, last I mean, that stretch in the third quarter, it seems to happen in the last two weeks that they've lost the game because of it. They've lost the game because their defense keeps giving up big plays. That big play to Diggs, um, big play to Thielen, uh, with a successive boom-boom um, type of play. So it was outside of Devontae Adams – and Jimmy Graham, what are the weapons as they gave Aaron Rodgers? I mean, Aaron Jones is good. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scandling is going to be good. Aquaminius St. Brown is going to be good. But they need another couple years. Yeah, I just hate see. that they let Jordy Nelson go. I know. Like when they when I saw that, I'm like, what are they doing? I mean, to be fair though, what has he done for the Raiders this what year? What have the Raiders done? I don't blame Jordy Nelson one bit. <laughs> I mean, they. It's not like David Carr's a horrible quarterback. No, just John Gruden's a terrible NFL head coach. Yeah, for sure, for sure. He also has Randall Cobb, but Randall Cobb's been battling injuries all year. So I just think that he will. They just need to get weapons around the man, and they need to get a head coach that will tailor to Aaron Rodgers' game, not have Aaron Rodgers tailor to his game plan. I think that's fair. I think we'll find out. So, guys, is that a wrap on this episode? I think that's a wrap. I'm going to go through our mistakes really quick. Our mistakes. <laughs> our mistakes of the week. I know that I had one in saying that the Colts were going to be playing the Texans this week. They will be playing the Jags. My bad, guys. I don't really care. Both of those teams suck, in my opinion. <laughs> we don't, I don't blame you. Any other last thoughts, guys? No, go pick up a six-pack of nugs at McD's. This whole podcast was brought to you by the McChicken and the McRib. It's back, folks. It's not actually back. (laughs) No, in all seriousness, this podcast is sponsored by myself. Have a good night. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't you say we actually had an ad read to do? We did, but I forgot him, so... There it is. There it is. Guys, as always, thank you for listening to our nonsense. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode because it was fun to to go over. It was. As we say, Christmas.